Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, flashfilmacademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text flash film to 74121. That's one word flash film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Ah, let's get this show on the road. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How's y'all? How's y'all week been? Hope y'all had a good week. Hope everybody good. Hope everybody can hear me well. And everything is great. Today, we got a really good show for you today. Today, we're going to talk about some things that you need to think about as you're building your website, as you're building your brand. And it's kind of the reason why the order in which I teach things, especially in the courses, is very important because your success, your ability to land and close a client, your ability to take a lead or or a viewer or a visitor to your website and turn them into a lead and go from a lead to a client depends on how long it takes them to recognize the solution you provide. And those are, that's, that's what we're going to focus on today. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, that's what we're going to kind of focus on making sure you understand, right? Before we do that though, you know, we got to roll the graphics. So let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Ty. I am black by popular demand, even outside of the month of February. This channel was designed to teach you the business side of content creation. All my photographers and videographers that want to learn how to get that bag. You're tired of paying for cameras from your money from work. 
you want your camera to pay for your next camera this is the place if you want to learn how to make your girlfriends cup size a little bigger via photoshop this ain't the place sorry for you you got to go somewhere else for that weird science type of stuff but here it's all about the business. We teach you how to go ahead and get that back. Quick shout out to my people over at Restream. I just had a good conversation with those guys over at Restream, getting some stuff set up. Love the platform. So let's talk a little bit today. Let's talk about timing a little bit. Um, You know what? Also, before we get started, because I want to make sure I put this out here, because this is the last week of buy one, get one free. Don't say I ain't show you love. Buy one, get one free. There you go. As my uncle would say, booyah. And you could even use that with it. I'm telling you now. Don't say I didn't show you the love. All right. Um, with If you buy the first master course, you get the five key steps. That way you got the business. You got a dope portfolio. I teach you how to build the website, what needs to go on the website, where to get that information from, what should it say, how do you know if it's good, I teach you what platform, I teach you what going, what order, which it should be, I, everything. I'm giving you everything. Everything. And that's just on the chapter about websites. I'm also teaching you how to how to get beta clients, how to price, why to price, where where should you find out what you should be charging based off where you are in the world. I teach you how to freaking pick a name, how to pick colors, why you should pick colors, what bank account you should get, where you should get your address at, where you should get your everything. I'm teaching you everything. I'm giving you everything right here. And I'm also including the course to make sure your left hand is as strong as your right hand. So your right hand is your business. Your left hand is going to be your real and you punching them in the throat. That's going to be an uppercut. Then I give you more. I teach you once the business is established, I teach you how to run the business, what you should be doing, things about uniforms, things about your presentation, things about how to land a job you've submitted a proposal to. What should be on your proposal? I teach you all of that. Because that first phone call after you submitted that proposal is one of the most important phone calls of your business. And you need to learn how to nail that. But if you didn't do a set, if you didn't set it up, if you didn't write the proposal right, if you're just sending them a bill, because a lot of people think a proposal is a bill. But there's things that you can put on your proposal that will help you get the job. And I talk about that. Right. Sometimes you're dealing with the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper is not going to sell your business to the next person who has to make that decision like you can. So there's a lot of things you can do on your proposal so that when they hand it off, your proposal will sell it just as great as your website, if not better. So I talk about a lot of that and a whole lot more. Then I give you the contract pack, 25 freaking contracts with real stuff on it. Not these regular washed out, boring, the bride agrees to pay the photographer. Screw that. We need real clauses that talk about real stuff that happened at weddings. Hey, if you hire me to film your wedding with a drone, you need to tell me if you're about to shoot fireworks or if you're using firearms at your wedding, which happens more than you think you need to notify me so that I can keep my crew safe and we're not out running around and uncle daddy got his shotgun out the back of his truck because he want to shoot in the sky or he want to use fireworks and they want to throw jumping jacks and them 80s around. Hey, we need to know that. Hey, if grandma decides she want to bring her big ass 28 inch iPad and sit in the front row to capture your whole wedding and she blocks my first kiss, you can't sue me. I want to make sure that we're eating Right. Because a lot of people want you to be there when they open their eyes on wedding day and they want you to film until they're sweeping and cleaning up the reception area at 2 30 a.m. And they don't want to feed you. 
And when they do feed you, they want to feed you last. No, you need to feed me first. Why? Not because I'm just me, but that's the only time I get to rest is when people are eating because I'm not taking pictures of people like this. But if you feed me last, the bride and groom is back out on the floor and I got to wolf through my food and get heartburn. It's not going to happen, chief. You need to feed me first. So the contracts for everything have real clauses that are designed by content creators for content creators. We we went and talked to people who were having issues with little stuff and we made sure we included that in the contract. Everything from, hey, if we're shooting um, new home photography, property photography, architectural photography, that they provide power. How are we going to light the place if we don't got power? You need to have generators or something on site. We can provide that, but we're going to charge you extra. Just things like that. There's a lot of different clauses in our contracts that are extremely unique that you won't find when you go to websites that create these paperless contracts so that they can rank high on SEO so that they can get you there in front of advertisement. These contracts are solid and they are designed by content creators by listening to the problems and issues that you have and then taking it back to the lawyer and say make this sound legal make this legally right how how is this legal you know make this right legally so there are things you need to know i've been in situations where i was shooting um wedding photography at a church that didn't allow me to go past the last person that was seated right and we know in weddings, people aren't scooting up to the front. You got one straggler that's in row 26. Well, guess what? You can't go past row 26. So that first kiss, I'm going to have to have an 800 millimeter lens to get it. If I can't, if those rules are in place, if you have a, uh, a venue that don't allow flash, I don't want you complaining about lighting on my images. You can't. You can't say we don't like it because it is. My contracts stipulate that they need to either put me in contact with the person that that has those rules or they need to make sure that their venue allows they have no restraints on photography and videography. I've seen venues that don't allow microphones. Well, it is what it is. So you need to protect yourself because these are things that brides and grooms won't think about. And when they're unhappy with the final product because they didn't think about this, they're coming after you. They won't say nothing to that venue. So and that goes for a lot of different things. Headshots. You want to make sure that, you know, you have certain clauses in place to say they can either use this on their social media or they can't. Um, when it comes to doing certain photography, you want um, you want licensing agreements. Hey, if you we're taking these pictures for you to rent this house out now, but if this house become available eight years from now, you can't reuse these pictures unless you pay me or minimum notify me. So there's a lot of things you need to have in order when it comes to the business side of your business. And we've created contracts to help. All right, enough with that. Let's talk about what we came here to talk about. I'll put this on the screen because I know I'll get messages if not. Big shout out to everybody that is uh, in the group. Make sure you post where you're from. I love to hear where you're from. Go ahead. And uh, for those listening on the podcast, you probably heard something in the beginning of the podcast with a promo code. If not, you can use code live 15 to save 15% off. Okay, let's top it up. Um, this is what you got to think about. This is what today's live is about and why it's so important that you are aware of this. You think of this, you're conscious of this. Get a stranger, have them go to your website. And ask them to tell you about yourself, tell you about your brand, tell you about what you offer, what you do. 
Ask them tell ask somebody to just tell you about it. If they have a hard time, congratulations. You're doing something wrong. Right? Um you you you're doing something wrong, right? You got to make sure that your client understands the solution you provide, not just what you do. And a lot of us get that mixed up. Posted a zip code, 75214. That seemed kind of close. Um, a lot of a lot of people don't think of um the solution. Like, am I showing the solution enough? Am I showing the solution? You want to make sure you do a great job at showing the solution. It's extremely important that your that it your channel, your not your channel, but your page talks about what you provide and not just what you sell, not just a service. We do, we do, we take pictures, we do headshots. No, we provide high level executive headshots that help you stand out in a sea of executives. We, we create um, product photography that helps your product reach people it wouldn't currently reach by providing excellent color accuracy, whatever. Whatever you do, your page needs to talk about that. Your page needs to display that. It doesn't need to be something that people have to figure out. They shouldn't have to scratch their head. They shouldn't have to ponder. Well, maybe kind of sort of. It's a great chance that they do this. You don't want people to ever question your ability to do something. When they come to you, it, it should be it should be enough information so that that person can determine whether or not, hey, is it is it a value? Or is it not right? People aren't giving you the money you want because they don't value you. They don't value you. They don't, they don't understand what you do in a way where it shows value. And that's the problem. A lot of my content creators are having. That's the problem. A lot of my content creators are having. You put stuff out there in your mind, you know what you can do, what you bring to the table, what you offer, what you think you're worth. And a lot of times, a lot of people base what they want to charge and their value off the money they've invested in gear. Nobody told you to go out and buy every camera you saw on YouTube. Nobody told you to go out and buy every camera you saw on the front page of Adorama and B&H. Nobody told you that you needed 12 lenses. Nobody told you that you needed four drones and 28 packs of LUTs. Nobody told you that. So I don't understand where you're getting your value from. Clients can't see that. Just like you don't care what GM invested in building a car. Nobody care about R&D. No client cares about research and development. You don't care what went into designing the iPhone. You care about what it does and how it can change your life. Right? So you need to make sure um that your brand message is up front, right? Your brand message starts up front. Your value proposition starts up front. Two things, two right, left punches you need to have. Soon as your page loads, as soon as I am able to recognize what it is that the page is done loading, you need to have your value proposition slash brand message. And you need to have a demo reel that supports that. If you got, if you're saying we provide the best quality, blah, blah, blah. And then your demo reel is just like 
pictures of stuff that has nothing to do with the brand message, you're confusing people, right? It's it's it, fellas. It's the same as it's the same as somebody you on a date and a lady show up in a see through shirt, telling you how celibate she is. You're gonna be like, wait, what? You are you you for real for real? And she just showing everything. She like, yeah. But <laughs> I'm super celibate. The you gonna be like, wait, what? Hold up. That may be a that may be a deep cut, but instantly you got what I was saying. Instantly, ladies, it's the same as a guy who on his dating profile he leaning on Bentleys and he got money up to his ear, and then he gets you on a date and he like, what you gonna order so I can do the math? You gonna order what lobster? Oh, that's gonna be fine. Uh, you gonna get ex- you gonna get extra butter? How much is butter? Thirty five cent? Can we not get extra? Literally, it's the same. So keep that in mind. They don't. That's right. They don't care how the magic is made. They don't care how the magic is made. Great stuff. They want you to show them the magic. That's right. So make sure that that I don't even know if I should post this, but I'm gonna post it real quick and take it off. Okay, that's because I, I agree with you. Um, you know, it's just about perception, though, right? Your perception of a brand as a brand should favor the value proposition, right? I want my per. Listen, Lexus has a different perception than Kia, right? It isn't. It doesn't really even mean that their cars are better. You can probably get the same features in a Kia. As you could in a, in a Lexus. Let's be real. Kia's making some really good cars right now. Right? But their perception is not there. Their perception is not there. The perception is that Lexus is a higher quality brand than Kia. Companies spend a lot of money to build their perception. Kia, you, Kia got to fight you to spend 40 grand. You're not spending less than 40 grand when you walk in the door with Lexus because they've worked hard to design a brand that shows value, right? And clients know instantly that this is a a luxury brand. They know instantly when you go to Lexus website, they tell you this is a luxury brand. You go to Mercedes website, the best driving machines, there's their reps all stand there like this. Even the short ones, they'd be like this. It tells you that you're you're somewhere expensive. They want that feel. They're wearing suit jackets. Go to a Ford dealership. They have polos. Faded. Barely got it. They run out to you when you out looking at it. Hey, you need some help? Hey, hey, hey. A Mercedes-Benz sales rep will act like you know what I'm saying he won't even see you he's like when you're ready you will contact us like you're like wait what and I got a question about this car when you're ready you will contact us we're gonna st- I'm gonna sit at my desk and watch you because if you aren't coming in here trying to sit at my desk and do some paperwork you're wasting my time you probably can't afford a Mercedes that's how they're looking at you like dang Kia, them guys are running out like, hey, let's go for a test drive. Hey, let's do the paperwork. Let me see you. Like, bro, I'm just trying to see. Just chill, bro. That's why most people go to them dealerships after they close. 
You go to a Mercedes, but go just go to it. I, I challenge you. I challenge you for the day. Go to a really expensive dealership. And then go to the cheapest dealership you can find. Like a like an A lot, though. Don't go to a B lot. They don't count. I mean, even there are some really high-end used car dealerships. But I want you to go to a Mercedes. I want you to go to a BMW, a Lamborghini, a Porsche, a Range Rover, Land Rover. I want you to go to one of those dealerships. I want you to go to a Tesla. Then I want you to go to a Ford dealership. Then I want you to go to a Kia dealership. And just look. Look at how the building is designed. Look at the shirts. Look at how they approach you. Look at how open it is um, in the in the Ford dealership. You got the finance manager screaming numbers, but if you go to a Porsche, they're like, step into my office, step in the back here. So this very exclusive area where only those who are spending 100000 can even sit. Would you like water? Would you like something to eat? You're like, I guess. You go to Ford dealership. They're like, it's a vending machine over there. You can get some out the vending machine. They got some free waters. On, you know, it's just different. People screaming all over the loudspeaker, Johnny to the back. It's not happening. When you go to a Porsche dealer, it's not happening. Completely different. Do Tesla dealerships count? Yeah, there's actually a Tesla dealership here in Dallas. It's pretty dope. I did some work there, actually. It's pretty dope. Go to the Apple store and go to the Cricket store. You're absolutely right. Go to the Apple store and then go to the Android store. That's a punch on Android. Go to the Microsoft store. You're absolutely right. Go to Target and go to Walmart. Go to compare two of anything, right? And they, they don't often sell. Let me rephrase that. A lot of times the products are a little better, but that's not what they're selling, right? If, if Apple or a high-end company could sell it the way the cheap guys sell it, they would. It costs less, right? If if Porsche can just hand out, um, you know, polos and have a decent building and cram everybody in little cubicles to get more sales, they would. It costs way less, right? Just like a restaurant, if a high-end Mexican restaurant wanted to just have a regular white, dining area with nothing on it and still sell you the high-priced Mexican food or high-end Mexican food, they would. But they know if I hang a sombrero, if I put a guitar over here, if I put pictures of Mexico and beautiful landscapes and make the tables wooden with the... If I make sure your margaritas come out like this, if I make sure your fajitas are still sizzling when you bring them out, it's going to sell value. It's going to show more or it's going to give you more reasons as to why we are worth what we are worth. You as a content creator needs to think like that for your brand. That's why the little stuff is important. That's why I preach the shirts, the hats, the clipboards, the pens. Those are little ways you're showing value as a big company. That's why, you know, I I I get the I get the ball caps and that's why you want to wrap your vehicle. That's why you want a decent business card. You want to make sure you have a lot of content on your site, not just for your portfolio, but to help the client choose your brand. If like if you if a client is thinking about working with you and you deliver a video portfolio, you got video on your portfolio, a video fact page, you got video testimonials. They get it. Imagine this. I want you to take this into account. I want you to think about this for a second. 
Imagine going into an Apple store, right? You're going to buy an Apple. You're like, yeah, I'm going to buy an Apple. And they get ready to ring you up, and it's on the Windows PC. What would you think about that? What would you like? Come on now. Like, let's be real. What would you think about that? What if, what if, what if you went to buy a part from Ford and they're like, yeah, we got to go pick up the part from the other store. We'll bring it over. And you see the, you see them ride up in a Chevy to, to drop off the part. You'll be like, y'all don't even use your own stuff. Why would I do business with y'all? That's how you look whenever you approach a client. And you're not displaying what you do well. You're not displaying your ability to to capture content, to tell your story. You're not displaying information on your proposal in video. My my proposal has video. Anybody that got master course number one knows that my proposal has mad video on it. There's a reason why. So you want to make sure, and that's what I tell you all the time, Content is the only drug of choice where it's okay to get high off your own supply. I highly encourage it. I highly encourage you get high off your own supply. Go for it. Do it. I I, I have my areas that's hard copy. It's that's there, but I try to push as much content as possible to my clients. As much. Here we go. Got a message. Let's go. All right. There you go. So that that is something that you want to be mindful of. So many people don't want to, they like, I want to shoot something, shoot for you this weekend. Shoot a video explaining your, your company history this weekend. Shoot a video for you. You may not have a beta client. You may not be working with somebody, but you can easily shoot something for you. I shoot ton of content for me. It's just that YouTube takes up that time. So I put it out on YouTube. You think all this behind the scenes footage stuff that I dropped wouldn't help my brand? It does. Those behind the scenes videos that I provide for you, I rebrand and talk my way through working with a client and using the back end as well. So do you prefer proposal over proposal file over HoneyBook when it comes to proposals? Okay. Yes and no. HoneyBook is so much more. Right. HoneyBook offers so much more scheduling forms. Um, HoneyBook offers. So I wish if these two companies were to marry, they would have the ultimate product. If anybody from these two companies are listening, get together and make some proposal book babies, because these two companies together would be gosh. Would be a match made in heaven. Um, or, you know, because HoneyBook, you talking about streamlining it, the hardest thing to do, and you probably don't have that issue now is if you're, you're working with one or two clients, it's easy to remember and yada, yada, yada. But as your business grow and you got 20 clients on your, on your lap at once, HoneyBook allows you to create a process and, keep up with that process from a distance. I know they have, they received a portfolio. They're signing a proposal, a portfolio proposal. We just scheduled a date with them. It it allows you to do all of that. And it's so dynamic because let me give you an example. My editor, my graphic artist, my second shooter can all be notified 
when I send a proposal, one if I one when I look at my calendar, I can provide dates where everybody that's needed is available based off looking at my calendar through HoneyBook. When a client signs a proposal and they pick a date, those people are notified. I don't got to tell you to be at work Tuesday at eight. They're notified with the address and everything. I may add some notes to it. Cool. My team is in order. We're in order. Everybody's there. If somebody say, oh, this popped up. I can just switch it to this person. It works like that. Then it goes once you you have to set up these steps. It'll set it'll it'll reach out to the client to confirm it. It'll notify the client a little bit before. Hey, we're still shooting this event this day. Yada yada. It's so it's so great for a content creator to not have to worry about stuff that that would usually be in your head or on a notebook somewhere. So it's really really good at streamlining your process because a lot of people don't have a process they don't think about what what should happen with the client from hey i like what y'all doing you know i i found y'all website via such and such i wonder if y'all shoot headshots all the way to to it being delivered and then automatically sending a follow-up hey how do we do how do you rate us to hey uh automatically a year later, hey, do you guys want to update your headshots? We're running a promote. You know what I'm saying? Like you could set all of that up. Like I used to have mine set up where it notified them on um, like certain anniversaries or our inner birthdays or things like that. Um, so I, I would have an automated follow up system that I was set to six months to follow up to them. So um, it's it's you know it's absolutely great. Proposify don't give you that. They only handle the proposal portion of it. So I use both. That is absolutely correct. Scary Good Marketing says when a client reaches out for a quote, you should have email marketing that sends out an email with video talking about your facts before you ever get on a call. That is absolutely correct. Um, And doing things like this. Right. And it's let me tell you why this is important. Um, and having that video and having things in place like this, because when clients receive that, they know one, you live and die by content creation. You stand behind your product because you use it and they're about to buy from you and they feel like it works. So if it works for you, it's going to work for them. That's, that's how they feel about it. So using this method, will help and it overcome all the objections y'all running into. What's the price? What's the budget? They don't want to do, they don't want, it overcomes all of that. By the time I get on the phone with you, it's either yay or nay. By the time I get on the phone with you, we're just trying to figure out what date. By the time I get on the phone, it's easy. It's a layup. You, you guys have the tools to create everything you need to overcome all of the issues that you have in your business. Y'all just want clients to work hard and figure it out, to come to you. Create the stuff so they don't have to figure it out. There's like, like you're going to notice by client three, what am I, I'm getting a lot of the same questions, but what did this cost? So how did that, the same thing I teach you in module two about building your, your proposal, your proposal needs to go over all of your common questions, right? All of your common questions. Can we get an app version of, of Big Honey Book? They don't. So I don't think they have an app version. I use the website. So, you know, you want to 
there's a lot of questions you're going to get. What does this cost? How long that take? Overcome all of those questions. How will this help? Are, you know, statistics, overcome all of that before you get on the phone with them. It, um, listen, it will make your life easier. It'll make your ability to close a client easier. So it's something you definitely want to do. It's the equivalent. And let's, let me use these. I like to use love and dating analogies because we all can relate, right? A really good dating profile answers a lot of questions about a person before you get there on a date. You don't want to waste your money to figure out that somebody got 86 kids and they don't like true crime and they, they want to watch Dancing with the Stars all day. A good a good profile would be like, nah, it's not the person for me. I don't be watching no Dancing with the Stars. I don't care who the mass singer is. I want to watch the first 48. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, a, a good profile helps you eliminate reasons why you're not you don't want to go somewhere or it may make you be like wow I, I like this let's go that route so it's very important that your proposal your website your demo reel all of that speaks to that that is why i tell you about that niche i tell you about it because if you're everywhere you're gonna be weird straight up you're weird you're that person that you Imagine going, imagine sitting down with somebody on a date and they like, I like everything. I like, I put cheese and guac and I put spinach dip on everything. That's how you sound, fam. I like every, every, whatever you like, I like. I do everything. I like, I like it all. Men, women, dogs, horses. I like everything. Just to get people to like me. Do you like me? Please like me because I like every. That's how you sound when you do everything. Please like me because I like every. I do everything with my camera. Everything. You want that? I do that too. Everything. And you're like, mm, okay. Literally, that's where you at. You don't want nobody to do everything. You don't want nobody that try to do it all. You just like, that's, that's, that's weird, fam. That's weird. I get you a HoneyBook link in like two seconds. Um, so, you know, I want you to take that into account as you're building this great brand, as you're building this, you know, as you're building this, you want to make sure that you are, you know, you want to make sure that you are aware of that. You want to be very specific. I'm not around people who aren't intentional. Um, yeah, we got a code. You can actually get 50% off your first year. There you go. Booyah. That's my uncle would say. Um, so be very intentional with everything you do in life, man. Stop being so all over the place. This is what I'm doing. Specifically, I'm doing this. I'm knocking this out the park. I'm rocking with it. That's what I'm doing. When I got on here today, I got this is what I'm talking about. We're going to learn this today. We're going to focus on that today. Who care about the FX3 right now? We're not talking about that. Like, There's a thousand videos teaching you about the dynamic range on that same camera. Right. Um, people don't like desperate people and they can feel it. You're right. Scary. Good. People don't like desperate people in business. It's no different. Listen, there's a lot. There's a lot of things that are very similar between love and business. They're just like just like marriage is two businesses coming together. Y'all merging as one business. Y'all just going to take one of the businesses name and y'all going to merge. Some do hyphen. Some become Johnson and Johnson. Some just like, you know, whatever. Some become Daimler Chrysler. Some just say we Chrysler or we die. It's up. To, it's it's a lot of there's a lot 
of similarities between love and business, right? We're familiar with the love. We just look at business different. And the problem is most of us need to look at at love more as business and business more as love. We don't, we just, we need to do that. You need to focus on it a little bit more. You need to bring more business, more of your business ideas into your love life and more of your love ideas into your business life. You don't want your partner having to figure out what you do well and why you, why you the one. You go and you sell yourself and you talk about, this is what I like to do. I like to cook. I like to do this. I'm great at that. I go fishing. I like to, don't get in front of your customer and be like, what you want? What? I'm out. Or I do everything. I do that. I take pictures with that. You want me to do that? I do everything. Get out of here, guy. This is no go. You don't get your bread. Anyway, really quick before we move forward. I want to make sure that we jump into our sponsor for the day. Not this, this pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at flash film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Fam, ain't no way I'm going to let YouTube run ads, and I don't run ads. Ain't nobody going to pimp me, and I don't pimp me. You feel me? (laughs) So I'm going to run my ad. Because YouTube will run their ad. Okay? I don't know what's coming on in the middle of the breaks. They could be showing my competitor. They could be showing Velveeta cheese. I don't know what they showing. They could be showing somebody saying the opposite. I want to sell you a LUT and some gra- and some stuff to put on your... You can throw this on your crappy video and bam, here come clients. I don't know what they selling, fam. So I'm going to run my commercial. All right? And we're going to post that. There we go. Okay. Let's make sure we learn something good today. Everybody woke since we got people from all over the world, all the way from the UK, Colombia. I like that. That's love right there. Queens. That's love right there. So you got to make sure you, you, you got to make sure you represent you. Cause I don't know what they putting in the middle of the video fam. It could be something that's, I don't know. It could be all kind of stuff. When I watch my videos back, it'd be every training course in the world. It'd be full-time filmmaker, master course, Everybody be running their courses through my junk. Like, yeah, your audience, they want to learn something. So we're going to give them, I don't know what any of these folks, fam. I don't know. I can't vouch for them. I can only vouch for me, you know, and maybe lynda.com or 
LinkedIn learning. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there, fam. So St. Louis, okay, I was out there about about a year or two ago. It remind me it remind me of the D. It remind me of home. But anyway, Cleveland. Cleveland always got a special place in my heart. I spent too many summers out there. Too much family out there. Definitely represent East Cleveland. All right, let's go. So make sure, again, you can, you can, what is your brand model, right? What is your value proposition? When you go to your website, what's the first thing they're hit with? Remember, two things, demo reel, of course. That's, that's a big thing on this channel. Y'all know how I feel about that. Y'all know how I feel about a demo reel, right? I tell you all the time, anybody who asks me, what what step what made you take the biggest step in like getting clients right the biggest step gotta represent the d real quick the biggest step was my demo reel that was the biggest step like you want to know straight up what one thing that i changed that took me that took me the furthest in the shortest period of time was my demo reel the silver level we took it out it was kind of pointless it was kind of pointless. Um, so that was the one thing that helped a bad website. It helped okay copy. It just helped because it's visual. If a picture's worth a thousand words, what are videos worth? So the demo reel was the chunk that made me say, okay, I'm starting to get some phone calls. I still need to invest and clean up other things because my mentor at the time was like, look, I don't know what you do. You do everything. Focus on this. So I I decided to focus on it. And then I did some research and started working, um, you know, and I started working on more stuff and, you know, with the site and started building around it. (laughs) This guy definitely from the D. Now that your paper right, cities looking shoes say you need to pick up those gators you got on layaway back in 87. Ain't that the truth? I got about three pair. I got to go pick up with the Coogee fits to go with them. Uh, so I just want to make sure city slickers is a, it's a Detroit thing, man. It's Detroit cats be wearing gators and pinstripe yellow suits. Hey man, oh, that's, that's, that's my people's man. That's how we rock. Um, so is SEO and copy the same thing? No copy can help your SEO, but it's not the same thing. You're depending on what platform your site is built on. There's a lot of, th- and this was people, let me make sure I, let me make sure we uh let's talk about this because this deserves some attention. Let's, let me put that graphic on there because this is this is big and that is a, a excellent question. Okay, let's talk about the difference between SEO and copy, right? So copy is the wording that's on your site. A lot of people think if I flood my site with photographer, they're gonna care about me. Google's gonna see it. Google's going to promote it google no it ain't about that google's smarter than that you can't go put a bunch of keywords at the bottom of your web page and think google is going to be like this guy is the top no there's a whole lot of other factors that help your page rank so seo is search engine optimization it's things you do to your site to improve the rankings of your website when people search for a certain keyword now mind you This is another reason why I preach niche so much, right? Because you can't rank high for every keyword. You're not relevant to everything. You may be relevant for photographer, but you may not be relevant for photography. Huge difference. That's why focusing on what you want to do is extremely important, especially 
when you do it in the beginning stages because you don't put a website out that's confusing to Google and now you got to go back and try to convince Google that you're not this and you that. It's even harder to sway and swing. Whereas, as we teach you in the course, whatever, if you start off with that direction, with the understanding, with the niche, as soon as you appear on Google, you appear as whatever you want to appear as you, you attract exactly what you want to attract. And from day one, Google has only known your website to be X, Y, and Z and not a, B, and C trying to switch over to X, Y, and Z because now Google's conflicted where you got a little bit of, you know, kids party video, but now you're doing headshots. We can't really rank you high on headshots because you used to do kids party videos and you still got some of that on your page and you you can't possibly only focus on this and, and be the most relevant at this when you still got a little bit of that or you had that. Oh, now you've taken it off. So I guess you're doing this now. We're going to give it some time just to see if it comes back or not. Like, because the other other website been doing this for 10 years and they just keep adding valid proof that this is what they want to do. And you just got in this lane. So we need to really watch to see what you're going to do. So SEO is a, a lot of things. Headers. It's a lot of back end stuff. It's a lot of um, links. Right. Your, is your website being posted on relevant websites that link back to your website? For instance, if you're in dog photography, are your, is your website appearing in dog sites and photography sites linking back to show that your site is relevant? It's so much to SEO as far as what are your headings? Like what little things that I was learning like, huh? Well, Google recognized text that's heading text and they value it more than body text. Okay, well, why does this matter? Because if you are a Dallas area photographer, you may want to put that in heading text. And then explain it in body text. Correct. Even the names of your images, you're uploading image 001 dash underscore. That's hurting you. That's not helping you. Right. Great SEO companies understand that they make sure that every piece of copy on your website reflects your direction. And again, let me say this again, because it's extremely important. A lot of people not hearing me. A lot of people lost. A lot of people are like, well, maybe I can, I'm good. Niche is extremely important. You need to have one focus. If you're everywhere, you've made it however many directions you are times harder to be successful in one thing. If you got a million dollars, I'm not talking to you. If you building this thing from scratch, I'm talking to you. If you building this thing from scratch, I'm talking to you. So it is, excuse me, it's extremely important that you dial it into one thing and put everything on that one thing and grow it and build it and be successful at it. Then those customers can be upsold to other things. You feel me? You understand? McDonald's pushing cheeseburgers. You go in there for a cheeseburger, you leave with fries, a shake, an apple pie, two cookies, another Happy Meal. You leave with a lot of stuff, even though they're pushing cheeseburgers. That's what you need to do. You got to you gotta narrow it down and say, this is what I want to do. Then you build a site, you build the name of your brand around it. You build your site, your color scheme, 
everything around going after this. Your SEO will fully support that. It'll be throughout your copy. It'll be on the back end of your site. It'll be your headings. It'll be every aspect of your business will say that you are a dog photographer in that area. And it will allow you to rank because you have shown Google over and over and over and over and over, even outside your site, inside your site, that you are this and you are the most relevant version of this in your area. So if anybody search for this, you should be presented first. Great copy is a part of that, right? A great copywriter who understands that will create copy to sell the client to turn that lead into a client as well as appeal to your SEO side of things. That's why it's important to spend money on copy because you're not thinking about keywords and the, the order of the keywords, what's capitalized and what's not what what's underlined and what you're not thinking about that. A great copywriter is thinking about that as well as how they, how this words will, these words will help improve your rank. They're thinking about the fact that when your website appears on Google, only the first 60 words of this paragraph is available. So we need to make sure the first 60 words of this paragraph is a throat punch that makes people want to click on your site. You're not thinking about that. You never thought about that. Half of y'all like this was my first time ever hearing about that. I never thought about that. Just like when it comes to YouTube, the first 60 characters of your title is the only ones that show up on most cell phones. Even though they give you 100, 120 letters to make your title, the first 60. So something you need to think about. Uh, is Fiverr a good place to get SEO copy? Yes and no. I have a Fiverr copywriter that I use. Um, if you go to Flash Home Academy, click on my tools and gear, you'll see a list of um, things that I use in Fiverr. Good looking out, babe, for the for the for the super chat. That's the first super chat in like two weeks. People sleeping. I'm about to go back to one live a month. So um, good looking out, babe. So those are things you gotta be mindful of. And if you're all over the place, you cannot be successful. It's hard. I mean, let me take that back. I'm not saying you can't. You're gonna spend way more money, right? You're gonna spend way more money trying to do it. Coca-Cola can do it. They can afford it. Walmart can do it. They can afford it. You're looking at them brands trying to build yours. And if you go back in their history, you'll notice all of them started with one thing, one store, one focus. They just bought something and branded it out. And we've been taught multiple streams of income, yada, 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 yada. You can't afford multiple streams of income yet. You can't afford it. Focus on one and it will create multiple streams. You don't go creating multiple streams. Your focus on your one stream will create multiple streams. Give you an example. Focus on writing a great movie. Write a great movie. When that movie come out, you're going to get box office money. You're going to get pay-per-view money. You're going to get toy money if it's a kid movie. You're going to get apparel money. You're going to get whatever your movie on ice presented by Disney money. It will create multiple streams. All you need to do is focus on getting a dope movie. Focus on creating dope content. I know so many artists that are rappers and singers. They got clothing lines. They got this. Listen, nobody give me a dope track. Focus on dope music and the rest will work. 
Stop trying to do it. I just want to design clothes and come out with my own shoe brand. And I want to come out with hats and I want to have headbands and what. Listen, screw all of that. Don't nobody care about none of that if your music not dope. Focus on dope music. So what I'm telling you is pick a niche and kill it. Pick a niche and kill it. Pick a niche and kill it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Because if you can't spend two, three thousand dollars a month on marketing for one niche, there's no way you should have three. Period. We said it again. If you can't cough over two, three thousand dollars a month, a month, that's a mortgage to some people. If you can't do that for one, you can't afford six or seven. I don't care what else you can do. Sell that to the one person that's buying or sell that to the people you're attracting through that niche. You're, you're killing yourself by trying to do everything. You are the reason for your demise. You are the reason you're not successful. You are the reason, not the world. It ain't oversaturated. It ain't people ain't spending money. It ain't nobody want to work with you. It ain't because you fat, black, you located here. It ain't because you in this country. It ain't because you didn't get the best hand. It ain't because mama didn't hug you. It ain't because daddy wasn't around. It ain't because the police is chasing you. It ain't because they you got the wrong color in the wrong hood. It ain't because your shoes ain't shiny enough. It ain't because you ain't sitting on 20s. And it got nothing to do with that. It got a lot to do with your ability to do what you got to do to be successful. You are your worst enemy because you're listening to bums tell you how to get rich. And bums got all day to tell you 3,000 ways to get rich because all they get to do is sit around and think about it. They sit around with their little junk like this. You know, you know, Bentley's got the stars in the roof. You know, it costs too much. You know, get out of here with that, bro. Broke people can tell you how to get rich. 50 million times. They can tell you what to do with your money. As soon as you start, you should invest in stocks and 401s. Shut up. Sit down, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. They'll tell you. You should do this and you should do that. And you should make sure you do this. Make sure you save that. Make sure you... They've never been there. They just thought about it. They wish. Just like when they come out with the lottery. $20 billion. Everybody can tell you what they're going to do. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then you're going to talk to people who got a billion dollars and they're like, what? Why would I do that? Just like you go look at Bill Gates and them. And, you know, everybody like, I get money. I'm about to get the Gucci. I'm about to have it. Bill Gates drive a Prius and wear stuff from Walmart. And he's worth... His, he's worth more than he's worth more in one minute than you've made in your whole life and there's not a Gucci belt in sight you gotta listen to people who are there that's why it's important to have mentors that's why it's important to hang out with people that are doing it and not people who say they're doing it not people who just talk about it everybody got an opinion everybody say they're doing it right everybody say they're doing it there's a particular YouTuber that got all these cameras, all this gear, made all this money shooting reds and everything. And now all of a sudden he's shooting like architectural and property photography. Like, how'd you go down to that? You were shooting movies two minutes ago. What happened? 
I don't see I don't see Spielberg shooting commercials. I don't see Spielberg shooting short films. What happened? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna drink my tea. I'll keep listening to these YouTubers sell you all this gear and ain't telling you how to get the money. It's something new I'm trying. These YouTubers sell you all this gear, fam. They got all these cameras. Then they get it before the release date. They videos drop when Canon videos drop. Sue's Canon announce it. They at the beach swimming with it. Like, when you you got it six weeks ago? They dropping their junk at 12.01. And they telling you about all these camera gear, why you need it. You need LUTs and you need this and you need that. And you got to buy the lens for the bokeh and you got to, for what? I can teach you how to make money with a 50 millimeter. If you got a camera, a 50 millimeter and a lav mic with a cable, let's go. I will have you sit your client by a window. We can light them, get a white board and bounce that light, get another one and bounce some hair light and shoot an interview that is dope and make some money with that interview. Before you go out and buy gear, my friend, it is a way to get back, get that bag. But they're not teaching you that. They're telling you, you need these, you need these uh, $3,000 1K lights with the soft box. That's another $300. Good looking out on the super chat, bro. Appreciate you, bro. They, they telling you all of that. Be, you got to look past that. It's time to wake up, fam. That ain't how to get money. Gear ain't how to get money. They telling you about all this stuff, man. You think, come on now, they, bro, it, there's a lens that's like a 50 millimeter that goes to like 300 millimeters, right? If it was all about the consumer, they would find a way to make that one lens, a F2.8, a F1.8, and that's the only lens they would sell. Maybe something wide. They would sell a 16 to 35 or a 16 to like 55, and then they would sell like a 50 to 300, and that would be it. They would be like, good luck. This is all you need. They don't do that for a reason because there's money in lenses. And they know that people who are in this industry are freaking gear crazy. That's why Sony can, they can release six cameras in a year. Who, who is the A7S for that the FX3 is not for, that the FX6 is not for? Like, who... Like, what features is there to make you say, I'm going to go with this one, but not that one, but this one, but not. Like, it's so slim, it's not even funny. But they know as soon as they announce something, pre-orders is like, bloop. Do you know what camera your Canon, your your uh, client wants you to have? Whatever gets the job done. They don't care if it's an FX, whatever, CS, 8K. They don't care. Don't focus on that. You know what I mean? People I know are 4K TVs that ain't watching 4K signals. That's watching cable. That's watching DVDs. That's watching compressed Blu-rays. That's watching compressed 4K signals from Netflix. Do you know how many people I know that are just, just bought it just to have it? They got HDR TVs and ain't watching HDR content. You know what I mean? People are paying extra for these 50,000 hour DVRs and don't record no shows. You know what I mean? People that got iPhone with two, two, two terabytes of storage and don't use it. You know what I mean? People that got smartphones and still asking me, what's the number to, to the store down the street? Do you know how many people got MacBooks and just have, they just use it for Facebook? Do you know how many people like, 
You know, my people got monster sports cars and don't go fast. It's a, they get you a lot on that stuff, man. They get you a lot on that stuff. So be mindful of it. Be careful. Focus on what the what the client wants. That is your path to prosperity. That is how you get the bag, not being a consumer. Get you a mentor. Find people who can help you do the right thing, right? Because people who have not been there, views are completely different than people who have been there. I got, like I said, I got friends that, man, if I had that house, I would hate to have to cut that grass. That light bill is a lot. I got friends that have millions, and they like the last thing I'm worried about is some damn grass. I got a I got a company that covers all of that. We ain't worried about. That's like you getting a V8 and they like, aren't you worried about gas? What? Come on, fam. You, you got that. You got the Escalade. That mug drink gas, bro. If I was worried about gas, you think I would buy this? Get out of here, bro. So you gotta be mindful of that. Be careful. Because the wrong people will have you afraid to be great. They'll have you stabbing yourself in the stomach. You got to be around people that's doing it. And when you get around people that's doing it, for real, for real, your views will change. Right? What you once looked at as scary, as I don't know if I should do it, you'll be like, everybody, you got to do it. You got to jump to be great. You, you get around a bunch of entrepreneurs. It was like, we always scared leaving our job. What are you talking about? It was rough, but we figured it out. You get with people that only did a side hustle their whole life. They never was like, I can do this full time and make money and make a living and make more money than I'm making here where I got to punch a clock and and be demanding and, and take orders. Oh, I would never. It's just a side hustle. I don't. There's not enough. You know, it's too saturated to go out and be a and be a portrait photographer. It's way too many. No, it's just you can't compete. I mean, you know, they're taking pictures in 8K. I only got a four. Those are the people you're around. You don't want to go in business for yourself because, you know, it's just a lot of photographers. I mean, everybody has camera phones in their pocket. How do you how are you going to make money? Those are the people you don't want to be around. I've been doing this full time, 100% for about five, six years now. I was scared as hell when I left my job. And I was making 70, 80,000 a year. Bored at work. Bored at work, just sitting there getting it. And I still wanted more because I felt like I was worth more. I'm working for companies like Dell, Texas Instrument, TGI Fridays, the Army, that are making millions. From content. And that's not any, that's not even their bread and butter. It wasn't like I was working for a TV station. They're making millions from content. The content that I'm creating is training their whole sales force. The content I'm creating is going out to different countries, training people around the world. They're able to implement their ideas because of me. And I'm talking about an international company that had one content creator. One. One. You know what they gave me for that? A freaking t-shirt. I'm waiting for a 15% raise, a 25 cent raise. I'm begging to be off on a day we have nothing scheduled. Bro, we got nothing. I'm going to come in here and watch YouTube all day. I can't I can't go, oh, no, we need you here. Just in... The choice is yours, fam. 
Only you can, only you know what your value is. Only you know what you're worth. I can't make that determination for you. I do know this. There are some people that are designed to flip burgers their whole life. It's obvious because burger flippers are going to robot to do it. Is that you? When you look in the mirror, is where you are in life it? So I have this thing, right, that I talk about with one of my good friends um, that's in Atlanta and me and my friends talk about. Um, and I call it I call it a peak position. This is something that I kind of made up and you I'm going to share it with you. Let me put my let me put my graphic on top. Right. And this is what I want you to think about. Um, I call this peak position. When you look at your life. Right. On a scale. Is what you're known for is your peak in front of you. Or is it behind you? Or are you in it? Right. What do I mean by that, Ty? If you was a starting high school quarterback and you were the man. Right. What are you now? Are you better than that in life in general? Finances, love, everything. Is your peak behind you? Is the greatest you've ever been behind you? Or is it in front of you? If it's behind you. You're either on a decline or you're flatlining. If it's in front of you, you're going up. You're going to be better next year than you are this year. Even if it's 50,000 failures in there, where is your peak? Think about that. If the best you've ever been in life was, when I was, you know, back in the day, man, I was, you know, I was the man. I used to, you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing this, man. I had all of it. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm going to get back there. Where is your peak? Because if it's behind you, if the best, if if your good times is reminiscing, I got bad news for you. Your peak should be ahead of you. You should be building. You should be going in a direction of greatness. And whatever level that is for you. I don't know if you're if you are if you're working at McDonald's, you trying to be manager. Whatever that is, is up to you. It ain't about money. It ain't about it's about whatever you want, whatever it takes for you to be happy. Whatever it takes for you to want to wake up in the morning and jump out of bed. Like, yo, whatever it takes for you not to have substance abuse to get away from life. Whatever it takes for you to to want to live. Create a world where you want to live. Create a world where you, I can't wait to get up and do this. Every day should be like a, like a kid on Christmas Eve for you. Period. That's, that's the definition of rich. That's the definition. That's, that, that's what you should be chasing. Whether it's time, it can be money, it can be love, it can be whatever you want. It's up to you. I'm not here to tell you what's, whatever you want ain't good enough. That's whatever you want is up to you. What I, what I want involves jets, yachts, freedom. It, it involves taking my kids places. It involves doing for my, my parents and my loved ones. It involves matching Lamborghinis for my uncles and me. It involves whatever I want it to involve. That's me, right? That's my, that's my goals. So where is your peak? I challenge you to put it on the scale and look at it. I challenge you to be mindful of it. I challenge you to care about it. I challenge you to to pay attention to it. 
we got them friends that always reminisce. Man, remember when we, uh, every time we get together, it's about the past. It's about the, man, remember that time? Man, when we was, what you doing now, bro? What we, you know, what we talk, let's talk about the future and where we going. Let's not always talk about the past. Those were great, but I'm out to make new memories. So keep that in mind as you, as you push forward, as you build it. Um, and I'm gonna get ready to wrap with this. It's very important. We can go back to the original topic. It's very important that as you build your brand, clients understand the solution, not just what you do. You think like, say I do photography. No. Clients understand what problem you solve. What solution you provide. So that they can relate it to their problem. Because I guarantee you, if you can display, if you can show, if you can communicate the fact that we do X, Y, and Z correctly, every single client that lands on your page, which should be a lot, because now we know we're solving this problem, we can go after people who have this problem. Every client that lands on your page with that problem will buy from you because nobody else is saying that they solve that problem. Everybody else is saying we do a little this, little that, little this, little that. But you're saying, hey, if you broke your left thumb, we have something to fix a broken left thumb. If it's a right thumb, we're not your guy. If it's a pinky, we're not your guy. If it's an elbow, not us. But everybody that got a broken left thumb, we got what you need. Nobody fixes broken left thumbs better than us. And you go after people who searching for broken thumbs and you like, if, you're, if it's your left thumb, come see us. Everybody that land on your page that feel like these are the people that were made to handle the problem we got. Let's do it. They don't care what it cost. They don't care what it cost. Then we ain't, ain't got to talk about budget. Then we ain't got to be undervalued. Then we ain't got to be making pennies. Be the best at that. Right? Because that's going to take you to the next place. Man, that shoot proof game was legit. It changed my flow immediately. Props. Okay, let's talk about that real quick before we go out, Dwayne. Good looking out. Shoot proof. Uh, if you go to if you go to the gear section of Flash Film Academy, there's a bunch of links that'll help you save money on stuff like that. It is an affiliate. I'd like to be real about that. But it's an affiliate with a discount. So what's dope about shoot proof? If you are a photographer and you're delivering images to clients, shoot proof allows you to create a album. That has a bunch of unique features. Some of the unique features is that you can create an app from that album. So a client can download the app and have about 70 or 80 of their pictures they can share with their friends. What's great about that on a business side is one, you're not sending out a bunch of pictures to a bunch of people and people can buy portraits and everything from shoot proof and you'll make money. So that's residual income. So that means if they got a, if they got an album and they got it up there and they come back years from now, they can buy stuff and the money will just go in your account. Shoe proof is the truth. I love it. I've been using it for five, six years. Um, so let me answer this question. What solution would a specific field of portrait photography offer a client? Depends on what that field is, right? It depends on what that field is. It could be, we're talking about headshots. We're talking about family portraits, we're talking about lifestyle portraits. I've done lifestyle shots for Toyota. What what solution did it provide? And this was something I didn't think about. They purchased apparel. They purchased product photography. My my upsell was lifestyle. Well, why lifestyle? 
Well, so people in the magazine can see people out and about using this gear, wearing this gear. Very important. People want to see how this gear works in real life. If I'm selling a rugged sports hat, let's show somebody out in the field. Very important. Um, listen, I'm glad you said that because I'm about to program this weekend when the trial is over. Definitely, definitely check that out. And I mean, yeah, correct. Who are you shooting portraits for? What type of portraits are you shooting? You need to be that detailed in your product. You don't just shoot portraits. You create content or portraits for a specific audience that has a specific need. Go to go over module one. Module one talks about how thorough and deep that niche needs to be. It, it, you got to really it, it, it's a it's it's some time, but it'll 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 force you to think about how thorough and how deep that niche needs to be. So, um, you know, want to make sure I say that. At 26, you got to be that peak got to be in front of you. Granted, I had some great times in the past, but I don't believe it was my best, though. So I still have more to come. I'm only 26. Yep. You got to chase that peak. Be great. And business is a place where you can you can you can stretch your stuff, man. You can stretch your stuff. So keep that in mind. Be great. It's up to you. You listen. I don't I'm, I'm a no excuse type of person. Right. There's guys who got. A wife, six kids, two jobs. Uh, they in they in like a baseball league. They shoot pool on Tuesdays. Um, they they never miss a dinner, and they got six girlfriends on the side. They got time to do what they want. People do what I don't. People do what they want in this world. I don't. I never ever feel like. I feel like people give you excuses, but in this world, one thing I know as an adult is people do what the hell they want to do. Period. If somebody want to be there, they'll be there. Period. I don't take nothing else. Everything else is an excuse. You'll do what you want to do. You'll find a way. Just like you find a way to breathe. Just like you find a way to 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 do whatever, to buy the stuff you wanted. People do what they want to do. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap. Today, I want, like I said, at the end of the day, quick recap. It's important that your your audience know what solution you provide within seconds of landing on your page. You got 60 seconds. Demo reel, product statement or company statement, or make sure your 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 brand's message is up front alongside of a demo reel that supports it. That's all you got. That may be all you have. Make sure you invest in that. Don't have your homeboy write it. Don't just shoot some BS. Invest in that. That is your that is your strongest throat punch immediately when someone lands on your page. Um, and make sure your brand supports that. Extremely important. Not the feature, but the benefit. Get out of the idea of talking about features. Talk about the benefit to the client. Who cares that the seat is carbon fiber with reinforced elect whatever. The benefit is that the seat warmers heat up to a maximum temperature in two seconds. So you're not sitting in a cold car waiting for it to heat up. Your seat will be warm. Ah, that's why I'm going to buy it. I don't care that it's carbon fiber with uh, who cares. It heats my seat heats in two seconds. You hear that? That's what I want. Be mindful of that. 
present your benefits. Be careful who you're around. And listen, let me say this too, because I don't want to offend anybody who may have been in my ear saying that people have the best intentions, right? It's not that they are ill will or wrong or they have the best intentions. Your friends and family more than likely want you to succeed. They want to see great things happen. They love you. And this is because they love you and their business knowledge is level three. They're going to give you the best level three knowledge they can out of love. But if you're a level eight or a level nine, you know, I've done that already. I can't use that. I still show them appreciation. I love you. I thank you because in my mind, I know you're giving me all you got. And that to me says a lot about you. Right. So it just is what it is. But you got to continue to grow that thing. And that's just a little life lesson. Um, I've had that issue with people in the past. And I had to realize as a mature man that even though I can't use that information, even though it's not what I want or it's not this gripping, great information is helping me grow. The intention was to help me. So the love they put behind it means more to me than the information, even though it's useless. It's kind of like your mama giving you her last pennies, her last change at the bottom of her purse. It ain't enough to get me where I want to go. It ain't enough to get me a whole combo meal. But the fact that she was willing to do it says a lot. So you want to make sure that uh, you keep that in mind. All right, guys, I got a wrap for the day. Um, Gold members, I'll see you guys Thursday. We got some content that'll drop be dropping between now and then. Trying to wrap up the last module of the master course so we can get that out here for you guys and be safe. You know, go get your shot if you down. Wear your mask if you won't. If you don't, that's on you. But I want to say be safe. Thank you guys for watching, and I will see you all later this week. If you're a gold member, definitely later this week. All right, y'all stay safe. You've been listening to content and cash, a flash film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.